Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geek of Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm so happy that you are back here with us. With here us. with your host, Tommy T is in the building. Tommy T has been in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then you got your boy Steve O Steve over here Steve in the building Steve with you building. as well. Yes, sir. And then of course, everybody shout out the artist formerly known as G Woodbury. Who is yes, the mad sir. scientist over there working on his new project coming real, real soon, as well as curating the official speaker geek playlist yes, sir. every week that drops yes, every Tuesday. And we go live about it on every Thursday. So make sure y'all are looking out for that. Make sure y'all are hitting up G as well and paying attention to when we drop that official Speaker Geek Podcast playlist as well. And not only that, man, we got a wonderful show for you guys today. Today, this is part two. One, two. Part two yes, sir. of the Super Bowl episode. And this week, we're going to be talking, pretty much reviewing the Super Bowl. How about that? Not the Super Bowl, but the but Super the, Bowl halftime yeah. performance. And then, yeah, of course, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And also in the news, we're going to be talking about how Snoop Dogg bought Death Row and how he's back on Death Row. And then we also going to be talking about Chicago Richardson. Uh, yeah, she's back in the news. And it's very interesting to say. We also going to be talking about Kanye. Shout out to Ye. And yeah, a lot more things that will be coming up in the news as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, so, sir. Without further ado, please stick around. Listen to it all. Enjoy yourself and be ready. And not only that, let's get ready for top five. Let's do How about it. That? Let's go. Let's do it. You want to start off top five this week? Uh, yeah, we can do that. All right, man. It's on you. All right. Well, um, my top five was like a little bit everywhere. Um, and stuff, man. Because like one, um. I didn't listen to a lot of music this week. Like mm-hmm. I was really focusing on a lot of other things going on. And mm-hmm. um, but the music I did listen to, this is uh this is what we got. Um first out the gate is Doja Cat Rules. Um, I think this is one of the songs that really solidified my fandom with Doja Cat Doja Cat. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> 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 but uh like I, like me and my daughter like I was working from home and my daughter just like kept pushing buttons kept mm-hmm. doing stuff so what I did was I uh let her get behind me like in my chair she stand up in my chair and we just danced and I just played Doja Cat um and we just danced and it, obviously it worked because she you know she was having fun back there and so I was like alright bet so that's what got me there. But um, Jasmine Sullivan came out with the deluxe version of Hotels. Yeah. And uh, she got a song on there called Bro Tales. And I just love the creativity. I love her voice, first off. But then I just love the creativity in that song. And it's real. Um, you know, it's real thoughts, real ideas from a man's point of view. Um, and uh, I like it. You know, so Word. that's that's the other one. Um, Money Man featuring Moneybag Yo LLC. I I know it's a, it's it's like an older track from him. I know this was like on his last album, I think, but came out a few months ago. 
But um, I actually went back and listened to what he was saying because somebody brought him up in conversation when they were talking about finances. And that's one of the big things that I focus on um, as a like a like one of those projects that you just focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, those personal projects is like financial literacy and learning for myself and stuff like that. So I was just listening to I think it was a podcast and they was talking about uh, money man getting it like understanding like financial literacy and, and using his platform to promote it, you know, because a lot of people are listening to this. We're like, yeah, this banger, boom, boom, boom. But he really has a message in his music. And so I started going back, listening to a couple of his songs and stuff like that. So LLC was one of those ones that I was listening to. I was like, okay, I I, I get what you're saying. You know, like at mm-hmm. first I was just listening to it just to listen to the song and stuff like that. But <laughs> I really started to listen to um, his actual message and can appreciate that. Um, yeah. Rick James, Ghetto Life. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I was listening to the uh, 85 South shout out to them 85 South uh, podcast or whatnot and Chico Bean started singing that song and I was like Rick James is a, is a hell of a writer because the lyrics that he was writing like the fact that he brought he wrote Mary Jane mm-hmm. you know did he write it though yeah oh wow <laughs> No, you know, sometimes with he wrote those records, uh, you know, those type of records, you know, that type of genre, it's a collab of people who write together. I mean, like he was a he was a part of it. So it's yeah, you know, uh ghetto life was just basically him describing a young lady that's living in a ghetto and you know, she's uh <laughs> how he got down on it. But anyway. Um, Ghetto Life was just a dope song, one of the many dope songs that Rick James has has uh created. And then uh to round out everything, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop, nothing but a G thing. That was mm-hmm. probably my introduction to Snoop and uh Dr. Dre, honestly, um, and realizing who they were. And yeah, that was off the chronic album, and that album is dope. <laughs> and it was uh, I feel like I always feel like when I listen, went back and listened to the Chronic album, Dr. Dre and Snoop, that's Snoop's album as well. So, yeah, yeah. But, um, that's my top five, bro. Word, man. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. I think that was pretty solid. <laughs> pretty solid as well. I think that was all our uh, first introductions to Snoop. When they're thinking about it, uh, simply because that was the first record we saw him on. <laughs> right. Uh, as far as Snoop and Dre, and then the chemistry that they had was like instant. So shout out to Snoop and Dre on nothing but a G thing. Nothing but a G thing. Bang, bang. And everything we got thus, yep. thus far. So that's what's up. Uh, yeah, that Money Man track, man. Some, I think with Money Man, you got to listen to it multiple times. Yeah. Before you get it. Yeah. Because first off, you're going to hear it, you're going to be like, dang, this is a five song. And then afterwards, you're going to be like, right. Oh, hold up, hold up. That's it. And that's the thing. It's like, bro, this dude, like everything flew over my head just because I'm like, 
the way he his cadence is in this song, the way he the beat is hidden. Like he's a good rapper because he can mix all this together. Then mm-hmm. you're going back and be like, wait, he's teaching. Yeah. You know, like, hold yeah, up. Absolutely. Like at the end of the day, he's teaching, man. You know, so shout out to money, man. Yeah, money man. I want to hear more from money man, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear more from him soon. Oh yeah. All right, so I guess I hop in with my top five. Let's do it, bro. Uh, first record, man. Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby came with another one, busting. I like this record. <laughs> I like this record, man. I like Nicki. I like Nicki and Lil Baby's combo. You see the video. I haven't seen the video. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the video for neither one yet. He's actually. gonna watch the video. I'm she so made a, not a she made video a mini person. Movie. Oh well, I'm gonna watch it then. I hate I'm the so way a, I know. Huh? I'm sorry, bro. This this is random. Go ahead. But I hate the way that people have like, um, like built her body. Oh, you know, like I think I think Nicki Minaj is fine, but I just don't like the way. She constructed her body. I gotta look at it again. It's been a minute, but it's not I for me, man. I look like it is what it is. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. I haven't really like. Uh, I follow on social media. She posts some stuff, and it looks fine. But yeah. I haven't. I ain't just paying attention to it like that. But I like <laughs> Nikki a lot. So have you seen? Uh, have you seen the people that got the butt that look like if they sit down, it look like it's a pillow around them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. It is. I mean, like, man, that's just something's just just too much, man. Like, your hips is like too big, grief. bro. Good grief, man! Go ahead, like, it's bro. at a point where it just doesn't look realistic. Too. Yeah, you're like, bro, we come on. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's crazy. Because, anyway, go ahead, bro. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> we can get sidetracked quick. Yeah. Uh, man, from there, man, uh, I really like, of course, man, I like Nikki anyway. And I, I really wondered, what is she doing? Because, you know, of course, she retired. So I wonder, is she coming back? Is she not? Yeah. Is this going to be a joint thing with her little baby? I need to read up on it and see what's exactly mm-hmm. going on with Nick. But I like Nikki coming back. The funniest thing to me is that she took that whole flow from that um, uh, 6 9 record that she was that she was on. Yeah. And she pretty much just took it. It made it on, and she uh, she actually had some balls on that record too. But I like the mm-hmm. chemistry between these two, so yeah, Nikki and Baby busting. So from there, I I I'm be honest, I don't know how I got to Larry June. It popped up in like the like suggested area, and I think I thought it was new. And I clicked on the album and just started listening to the uh, to this particular album from Uncle Larry, and then. I mean, Larry June, the song is called Uncle Larry. And eventually I got to this record, Uncle Larry. And this is like one of the albums I haven't heard heard from uh, Larry June. So, yeah. So I got to this record, man. This record's banging. And I'm surprised not many people really were talking about it or I missed out on it. You know, the whole conversation about this record. Mm-hmm. But this record's hard. Yeah, uh, Uncle Larry, Larry June. So... Y'all type that in, man. Check that out, man. I really, really enjoy it. I've been bumping it since I came across it. So, and it's an older record. The album's actually from 2019, believe it or not. So, mm-hmm. Uncle Larry, man, by Larry June. And then from there, man, I was in push mode. I'm looking for the album. I thought the album dropped. And from Pusha T, 
and it didn't, but this record dropped, Diet Coke. So I'm just on that Diet Coke, man. I yeah. mean, this record here, if it don't make you feel like you need to go out there and make as much money as possible, <laughs> then I don't know what will, man. I, I love Pusha T and everything he's doing, man. Pusha is just, Pusha is another one of those currency type of dudes that's been tremendously yeah. consistent throughout the year. And I'm sure Push can drop a ton of albums if you wanted to, but man, when Push comes, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a, a rarity, I guess, because you don't hear him on many features. And then Push will, you know what I'm saying, drop a record. And then it's like, yeah. boom, he go, go Push and then and then it offloads a lot of his features. So, but man, if y'all ain't listening to this record yet, please go listen to it. It's called Diet Coke by Pusha T if you enjoy that type of music. So uh, from there, I discovered this record by mistake. And it's called Diamond Mine with Dr. Dre, Nipsey Hussle, and Ty Dolla Sign. So... Dollar sign. Way, yeah. Dollar sign, dollar sign. Hey, I love Ty Dollar Sign. Man. Yeah, man. Um... <laughs> um the way I ended up discovering this record, I was looking for, I was on, a, I was, so the extra laps, and that's the, um, I like, uh, how do I describe it? It's a, it's a, it's a mixtape album from Nipsey and it's called Extra Laps. And um, I listened to that and then I was like, let me go to Nipsey Pays because I want to hear, you know, saying some older Nipsey stuff. And then I go there and I see this record and I was like, what is that? <laughs> Instantly, I'm like, what? Wait, what is that? So I click on it and it's Dr. Dre, Nipsey Hustle, and Ty Dollar Sign. And when I tell you this record's fire, bro, it just made me miss Nipsey all over again. So uh, check this record out. Nip. Dr. Dre, Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, can it get a better combo than that? I mean, Dr. Dre, Nipsey Hussle, Ty Dolla Sign. So go check that one out and let me know what y'all think, man. It's called Diamond Mind. So that's how I, I just, this week I'm just stumbling across records for whatever reason. Nothing was really intentional. And then, uh, now this record was kind of intentional. Next one I'm going to talk you about in my top five, which is uh, Max O'Cream's Mama's Purse. Yeah. And the reason why is because I was in the uh, I was in the Dodge Challenger this week, and if everybody remembers from previous early episodes, I got a 15 inch subwoofer in there. So I was riding around, and I was in this mode. It was a beautiful day for one, and I was going to pick up some bevel from Target, but I got to drive far, so I thought, hey man, this is a great time to you know take the Challenger for a spin because most time Challenger stay in the garage. And I take the BMWs. So, you know, this one of them days, you know what I'm saying? The rims is clean on it. I done washed the car up. And I was like, all right, I'm finna drive this one, take this little drive. You know, I pulled the sunroof back. And the craziest thing is I was thinking about G for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, man, I wonder what G's doing. So <laughs> I pulled at the top and I was like, you know what? I wonder if G was here right now, what would we listen to? I was like, Max O'Cream. So yeah. I threw Max yeah. O'Cream on. <laughs> and I listened to the whole album, no skips, in the bang as I'm driving. And Mama's Purse come on. For one, we've talked about this record. We love this record. But yes, I didn't do. realize this how hard is this record bangs 
in the system. This boy hits hard, hard, hard. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, I got to put this in my top five. So yeah, that's my top five for the week. And that's just really kind of how I got to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to work, bro. Um, Yeah, that Max O'Cream album was hard, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm, absolutely. I'm I'm ready for new work for Max O'Cream. Well, I mean, it, it seemed like it it still doesn't seem like it came out that long ago. It doesn't. But it did. Right. It's it's been a minute. So that's the crazy part right there. But yeah, it has definitely been a minute. Um with that being said, man, um bring this up real quick. Bel Air came out this past Sunday. Okay. Um, I've already watched it. Y'all check out the YouTube channel. I think yeah. I'm gonna put it on August Love Story. Um, because we review stuff on there. But check it out. I'm gonna do a review of Bel Air. Okay. They're uh I think they got two seasons already. Um and they put out it comes on every Thursday and they put out the first three episodes or something like that. So mm-hmm. um it's dope. I haven't watched it's, it yet. It's all I have to say about it. It's dope. Uh, go support it. Go check it out. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, the first episode because I I'm, I was a huge fan of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. and then just to see uh, this come out, I remember the trailer and I was so excited about the trailer, and then it finally came out. Um, so I'm super excited about this, and I like it. It's really good. So checked it out and. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm try to check it out. I have, uh, I don't know why, but I have like zero interest in checking it out. Probably because <laughs> of my attachment to the Fresh Prince. Right, right, right. And but because Will is actually a part of this, mm-hmm. that gives me a little bit of center to check it out. Because other yeah. than that, I don't, I don't really want to. And see, but that was the thing, man. It's like if Will wasn't a part of this, I don't think it'll be. It's almost like it didn't get the stamp of approval that it needed mm-hmm. if he wasn't a part of it. But because he's a part of it, because uh, Jazzy Jeff is a part of it, a lot of the people that were in it gave the stamp of approval. Um, yeah, yeah, it it needed that, and it was it's good. So I'll try. Um, man. I'll try. Yeah, just that's all it is. Just give it a value and effort. Um, what else I was going to say. Let's see. Shakira Richardson. Oh, man. Um, this week. Man, if you don't know, the Winter <laughs> Olympics is going on currently. Yes, sir. Uh, um, one of the, I think she's like a figure skater. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a 15-year-old Russian girl. Um, I can give her name here in a second. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, I'm a butcher her is name. Camila. 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 Valiva, um, 15-year-old girl skater who basically tested positive for a PED performance mm-hmm. enhancement drug um, that that is basically banned, uh, one of those banned substances. Um, she tested positive back in December. I know it's February and they're ju- it's just coming out. She actually skated and won a gold medal um, already 
and then this comes out. So um, the court system for the Olympics had to uh, basically review that, but the ruling came out and they said they will allow her to skate, but they're not going to do any ceremonies or medal ceremonies for any of the people that medal because she's expected this 15 year old girl is expected to win gold on every event that she's a part of like she's a like superb figure skater or ice skater or however it is I'm not a big fan of the Winter Olympics as you probably Mm -hmm. can tell so um, if you guys don't remember but back in the summertime of was it this year? Yeah. Back in 2021, in the summertime, uh, Shakari Richards failed a drug test for marijuana where it's actually legal in the state <laughs> that she lives in. And uh, she wasn't allowed to run in the 2020 Olympics because of that, because she got suspended because of a failed drug test. But mm-hmm. then you fast forward to now you allow this 15-year-old girl, Russian girl, to um, still compete. You know, what the, yeah. like and they're allowing her to still compete because they still are investigating the, uh, and I put air quotes if you're listening, investigating the drug test. Because I, I so, think what they what they truly are investigating, I think, don't quote me on this, is that is who gave it to her because she is 15. She is underage and a child. Who gave mm. her this drug? Um Shikari got a point. Like, I'll be as a side, this drug that was that this child. Um, I don't want to call her a child, even though she is. I mean, she is. Camille, she I want to use her name because I think that's important. Um, everybody has a name and they, you know, you oh, give yeah. them that Definitely respect. Camila Valiva. I believe that, like, yeah, I don't think she intentionally, you know, she was just listening to whoever tells her to do whatever they tell her to do. She's just listening to them. So I think they're investigating the court system for the Olympics or the world sports or whatnot. whatnot. Um, They're investigating who gave it to her because Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, in a sense, it's kind of like child abuse. Um, But also it's a sense of like for Shikari's part, it's like I took weed. It's it's like she smoked weed or however she ingested it in her system. Won a race. And it didn't like, it doesn't do anything to enhance anything. The drug that was found in this Camila girl's system enhanced her endurance. It's Mm -hmm. a drug known to enhance endurance and something else. Not really sure this article that I'm looking at from Complex is not saying what it enhances, but I mean, what's your thoughts, bro? So there's a few things. Like one is I get why they're letting her continue to compete now that you say 
She's 15 and they're investigating. So they want to find out who. I get that. But the fact that she has it in her system, I think she still should not compete whether she's 15 or not. Uh, I know that kind of, that'll suck for her and her family, but I think, you know, uh, I think there's an investigation that needs to be done, which they are doing. I hope they get to the bottom of it, but I, I do understand why. I guess they don't want to curse this 15-year-old girl's, you know what I'm saying, dreams and all, but she has it in her system, which means that the metal that the, she does get will be tainted. Yeah. And well, let me let me throw yeah. this in there, too. And and I want you to kind of respond to it a little bit, too. They're not doing the award ceremony, so nobody's getting the medal. Like whatever event that she's in, nobody's getting the medal until after this investigation. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, like how they finish a, an event and then they do a war ceremony and everybody get the, you know, get the medal over their neck and stuff like that. And they play mm-hmm. the national anthem. That's not happening. And see, that's why it's unfair. Yeah. Like, if, like, why is it that she competes and no one gets a medal? Why not she doesn't compete so that those other individuals can then compete for an actual medal? It sounds backwards to me. I get it. Yeah. She's 15, but unfortunately, she has something in the system. So investigate that, investigate her camp until then. She shouldn't be able to, to go. And, um, as far as you know, saying the the comparison to Shakara Richardson, I think is uh, if you if if she has to sit out for marijuana, which does nothing to enhance you, then I think that this fifteen um, year old girl should not get it. Shakari openly said that she did it. You know that she did it. There's no reasons for investigation. Blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think uh, she should sit out. And then. Um, also put this in mind too. What it what effect does it have on women's sports? Because if you notice, this is another female um, in sports at the Olympics mm-hmm. um, that has been, um, you know, basically suspended for drugs. Or not suspended, or you know, drugs came into the to play with this man. And, and mm-hmm. um, in the article, it said a Canadian skater was like, "It's ruining women's side of of the sport just because they're what they're saying with allowing her to compete is it's okay, and we're doing like it's okay to to do this, and we're just going to investigate it. Like that's that's the crazy part." Yeah, you know, I think they need to. Somebody needs to be, uh, you know, something needs to be looked at into the folks who are so called investigating. Like they need to go all the way up the chain, figure this out because right now you're ruining stuff for yeah. a lot of these females. So, yeah, man, I just think uh, she definitely shouldn't be skating. No, <laughs> she no, sh- she shouldn't be skating. And by the time this comes out, we would have. Figured like we would like because she's skating tonight, you know, mm-hmm. and we putting it out in the morning. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. she should be skating, and they should be. It should be business as usual, or going forward, like that whole uh, <sighs> enhancement drug and like 
the banned substances and stuff like that needs to be reviewed anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Shikari, like it, it ruined Shikari's chances this year. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she, I think she's more competitive if she's allowed to race in the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Because you notice if when Shikari came back, she got in last place in, in two races. Like, I, I think she she didn't do well. I don't know what place she got in, but she didn't do well as a world-class sprinter. And I think her being allowed to at least race at the Olympics to see where she would um, place, I think that would have been a better thing for her. Um, but yeah, she I'm has a, a point. Her momentum was killed. Yeah, and but I mean, at the same time, I do think that Shakar shouldn't have raced. You know, since she she broke a rule, you broke a rule. Yeah, so I think I think both should be equally the same. Yeah, if you know, what I'm saying she had to not compete because of uh, a, a substance in the system, then this girl shouldn't be able to compete because of a substance in her system. And I don't really care what the age is because you're competing in the Olympic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You agree to what the the rules and regulations are. Yeah. So yeah. No, I get what you're saying, man. I, I totally agree with you, man. Um, next thing I want to bring up is I just want to hear your thoughts on this. The baby got into a fight with uh Danny Lee's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and and honestly, it was like they uh they ganged, ganged <laughs> them uh her brother. Yeah. I just want to hear what your thoughts were on that. I know you saw the video. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. And I'll be honest, man. From, you know, he said, he said it was on site when he saw him. And that's what you got. Yeah. And, you know, for, I, there was a, actually another post from the Danny, uh, Danny Lee's brother saying that he had, he had some guys that were supposed to be coming with him. But they was all like they couldn't come. So why did you show up? Yeah. Like, it, you know, don't say it's on site. And then when you get there, you want to talk like like a man. I, I just feel like, man, it was a better way to handle that situation. First off, you don't want to see anybody treating your sister or your family member um, like trash the way that the baby did treat um, her. You know, but then also you have to put her in a situation or like give her. She's not the innocent bystander in this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? The brother actually is the innocent bystander. Yeah, because he's trying to stand up for his sister. Yeah. But also got to understand of what occurred for that whole situation to happen. Yeah. Which if I'm not mistaken, looks like your sister's kind of in the wrong. No, nah. I don't. I don't know what it was, but she shouldn't have put like I. I just I remember the video. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that you know she basically was put out of his house. I don't know why she was there or what their relationship. Don't really care about their relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt bad for that baby. Um, just because. yeah, and that's the real bystander is yeah. the baby, but not the baby, but the. The child, the, that actually, yeah. child. But I say, when it comes to these situations, 
you know, we talked about it briefly yeah. on the older podcast, but, you know, whatever it, it well, you know, that whole thing, whoever was in the right and wrong is one thing, but when other folks start to eject themselves in it, then, you know, that, that becomes a new situation. So, yeah, yeah I mean, for Dan and Lee's brother to stand up for his, for his sister, cool. I ain't got no problem with that. Right. But also, you know, if you say something's on site, then that right there tells me that you have removed all, all, you know what I'm saying, forms of communication. Like, hey, it's on site when I see you. Right. Okay. <laughs> so when right. you show up, I when you show it. up, I'm going to treat it as such. So, and if you don't come prepared, that's on you. Right. You come by yourself and I got, you know what I'm saying, seven people with me? Right. That's the thing, man. It's like, what do you, uh, what do you do? But it's it's like that situation definitely could have been a conversation and not uh, we finna fight. Or, what you or mean, you, at the bowl, Natalie? Period. Or beforehand. Yeah, like, period. Beforehand, like, I, definitely. I, I, I just feel like it could have been handled better as men. Yeah, because absolutely. I, I, it's one thing to have a disagreement. It's one thing for what the baby did and what uh, what's her, the girl named Danny Lee's brother mm-hmm. in his response. But it's that's a conversation. Yeah, that's absolutely. A, that's a, that's a, that's a, hey, bro. I, hey, I ain't like I ain't appreciate what you did. I didn't like what you did. I'm going to just stay away. To basically keep you sane and and anything like that, because you think about this: what if he's hit in a certain type of way that kills him? Well, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna change my position just a little bit. It has the potential to be a conversation, but at the same time, if I'm feeling some type of way, then you know. We probably need to handle it. You know, it's, it's going to get handled either way. Either we're going to talk this out or we're going to fight. So, especially if it's dealing with my sister. So, looking at it, it's like, all right, yes, it could have been a conversation, but was this a conversation situation? Now, it's a conversation between me and my sister. For sure, and it's a conversation between after me and that, my sister. You know, hey, I may, you know, depending on how cool me and that person is, Let's come and say first. And if I feel, look, this just got to get settled with some hands, then we just going to settle it with some hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I'm not going to do is I'm going to be like, you know, folks get on social media and be super emotional, be like, hey, bro, or whatever. And be like, you know, get on the phone, hey, man, it's on site when I see you. I just feel like because that's, at that's that point, irresponsible. Yeah, because at that point, <laughs> you better be ready when you see him. Right. No it's, what. it's definitely not on site when you see somebody. I mean, it can be like it can be, but it's not, you know, because if I if I say it's on site, when I see you in public, it's on site. Yeah. It's that's just it. <laughs> that's the meaning. It's on Dude, site. Like, that's it, bro. The only mm-hmm. way it's not on site is if you with your family or, you know, what I'm saying or something, you know, I I disregard that. But if, if I catch you, I'm, what's up, bro? What's up? Let's go. It's on site. I said it's on site. It's on site. Like, I stand my ground. It's not going to be, hey, bro, it's on site when I see you. And then come up and be like, hey, man, let me holler at you. Because now you can punch me in my mouth. and be like, bro, you said it was on site. Yeah, I did. And that's what I get. But 
If I say it's on site, bro, I might not even say nothing. I might punch you right in your heel. He said, "In the air. you gonna be like what in the to, world was that? Trying to knock the equilibrium off, ain't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so but I just, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about that, man. Because I, I just, I saw the video and I, I just felt bad. Yeah, like I don't condone violence, but at yeah. the same time, if you say it's on site and you show up unprepared like that, then you deserve what you get. Like you questions, know? questions come up. Like, did he know he was gonna be there?" Is that something that they had planned out? Well, All these the questions come up, but I'm, hey. I'm sure it, it was is. promoted that he was going to be there. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, the baby said he was just defending himself. So, but it's. And I was like, yeah, you told me yeah. it was on site. That's a threat to me. Yeah. So when I see you, I'm not thinking that we're going to talk. <laughs> it's on site, bro. So I'm defending myself. You said it's on site. So I'm giving you what you said it was. I'm giving I'm in defense you defense mode until I see it. Yeah, absolutely. And then he went and dropped a fire ass freestyle. Yeah. After at at LA League, bro, that shit. I was like, <laughs> but I was like, hard, baby, I was mad at you for doing that shit. But then you come out with this fucking freestyle, and I'm like, I wasn't mad. I was, I was <laughs> not like, bro. It's it's like for me, it's handle your business, but the the. Like there's no reason. I mean, you it is a reason. There's, you said a, it's on there's, site. A, there's absolutely no reason. You said it's on site. Man, if it yeah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> it I'm is just being what it is. Like I, I just feel like he has the baby has more to lose. He does. Than uh that girl's brother, Danny Lee's brother. And in a situation like that, he didn't need to jump in. Well, if that's Danny Lee's brother's fault. I mean, like, regardless of who's at fault, I mean, fault, he should man, have. It's, that's it's his sister, like, so. You know. That's his sister, so you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Right. But my thing is this. What if it flipped? What if it was really on site and her brother shows up and, get, you know what I'm saying, jumps on the baby and he don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we having a different conversation. We need to have the same conversation. Hey, it was on site. The baby got caught. I would, I would I definitely say the, same, say the way. same thing. It was on site, and Danny Lee's brother got caught. I would definitely say the same thing as far as like, um, it, I just don't condone the violence part of it. And it's like, you know, it is what it is. But that damn freestyle this dude did on LA Leakers, bro, I was like, yeah, <laughs> like it is what it is. But bro, you can rap. Yeah, um, absolutely. Anyway, Kanye West, bro, go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look Kanye at Kanye be tripping, bro. I don't know if he's really tripping though. Man, he's taking this thing too hard. I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, that was your girl, and y'all were married for a while, and you know, and she moved on rather fast. Um, yeah, like because you think about it, bro. Like they just got divorced or yeah. whatever they were doing, separated, divorced. I don't really know. And she's already like entertaining Pete Davidson. I would yeah, be mad too, right. but it's like they're too high profile of, of people to act that way. Both of them. I mean, explain, explain what's going on because I did a terrible job 
at letting people know what's happening, but well, you talking about the whole the so which I'm talking which about like well specifically what I'm talking about this time is uh oh the kid cutting how he took cutting off of the album because he's friends with so this my thing I don't know what was said behind closed doors you know what I'm saying so but also I kind of on this one I kind of ignore it because I'm like all right he kind of Kanye is a mastermind he says, hey, I took Cuddy off the album to promote. I mean, took Cuddy off the album. I'm looking at it like, all right, he mentioned album and he took Cuddy off because uh, he's cool with Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Now, one, I don't know what's said on the phone behind closed doors, whatever. And then two, I look at it as a promotional deal because mm-hmm. Dunder 2 is on the way. Yeah. So I look at it as promotion and Cuddy is just a casualty of war. He's a pawn in the whole game for Kanye. And I leave it be. I'm sure him and Cuddy will be cool later on. But, I mean, also, it sucks because he's caught in the middle because this is a sensitive situation going on. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. people can say what they want, but this was this man's wife. Yeah. He yeah. got kids by her. This ain't baby mama. Baby. I mean, it's people that trip about their baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was his wife. And, you know, the, the, I don't even know if the divorce is completely final. And we don't know all what's going on. So, the only thing is it sucks because it's playing out in real time. Right. And the other part that sucks is Cuddy is, you know what I'm saying, going to be stuck in the middle of it because of his association with both. And then, you know what I'm saying, like you just brought up, like, to us it looked rather quick that, all right, her and Pete Davidson is, is kicking it after her and Kanye. But at the same time, we don't know how long her and Kanye has really been over. But nevertheless, it, it's a sticky situation. And I mean, let's be honest, some of y'all be tripping about y'all baby mamas yeah. and baby daddies. He's tripping about his 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 wife or his ex-wife. Right. With that he has kids by. So you know what? Like I, we can say all day, man, yeah, just chill, bro. Yada yada yada. But this man is going through probably one of the suckiest things ever in life. Right. So and I mean, two I, married men. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get his frustration and everything. But it's such a high profile type of deal. And then it's like, how can you handle this situation better? Shit, get off social media. <laughs> that's, that's really it. That's one. But, you know, like, how can you correct your feelings to get out of them? Because that's, what that's, that's what's only causing like all of this, like Kanye has been in the news, like doing stuff because of everything he's doing is a reaction to something he sees, something that, that they do or something like that. Um, I saw an Instagram post I, I put in the Slack. A dude was like trolling them yeah. for because he's like, I got some information on, on Pete and Kanye responded to him. <laughs> dude was like, ah, right, you need to talk to D. Kanye was like, D who? He said D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so but that even there is telling enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why would you like why even respond to that? But right. people gotta understand that this isn't a uh all jokes aside, this is a real emotional time. Like we seeing a divorce play out on live 
know what I'm saying, all over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, they're celebrities, so it's at a different level. Yeah. Everywhere Kim goes, they're going to be taking pictures. So mm-hmm. if she's with Pete, they going to take a damn picture. But like, you- that's... That paparazzi, see, with a regular regular situation, you ain't gonna get that. No one, no one taking pictures of us if we get get a divorce and that is. So you're not gonna see that. But right. if you are out and you saw your wife who you're getting a divorce and she with another man, you gonna trip about it too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm throwing this out here. The paparazzi is not new to them. That's that always happens. But this is the thing, though. If this doesn't get attention, if Kanye responds to this in a very private manner, Mm -hmm. saying, hey, like, the things that he's doing out in public, the things that he's... Because I think he at one point he went on live. If he keeps this manner private, right? However, he needs to keep it private. Like, I don't know the process or, you know, what it is. But if he keeps this in check, his emotions in check... Uh-huh. And able to like actually move um, the way he needs to move. This is not news. Well, this is the thing you got to remember. That's celebrities. No, 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 that's why. That's what I mean by if he moves in the. But it is not going to matter because they're going to continue to take pictures of her. Everybody's going to look at him and be like, "Dang, she with Pete Davidson already." They gonna see him with even if he keeps even if he stays off social media and never says nothing about it. They gonna take pictures of her. These are two high profile individuals. They gonna take pictures of her with who she with. They gonna take pictures of him and who he's with. Remember, they took a whole pit like they took a picture. And he was supposed to be with uh, what's the old girl name that I don't know the uh, dang what's her I name? I don't know the girl name. Nah, it's the one he friends with that she is the black girl that. We're wondering why she's uh, nope. always against us. You know her name, Candace. Um, uh, Candace Owens. Yeah, they put they took a picture of them two and said that they were an uh, interest early on. You know what I'm saying? So whatever it is, is like it is. They're at a different level. Like whether he stays off of social media or not, we're gonna be like, man, it's getting well, this, messy. This, I think I think they they like this is my feeling about it. Right? Mm-hmm. I think we we as consumers are getting this in news media because of we know that it's going to strike a match with him. Like the the reporters, basically, I'm going to report on whatever is, is interesting. Yeah, that's their job. That's their, like, they're doing their job. But this is, but also, you got to understand that the media they're doing their job, but they don't have no discretion. Right. They that so in a way like- is is super disrespectful because if if I guarantee if one of them were going through something like this, they'll be pissed because you taking pictures or right. always in their business about it. That's why we gotta, you know, you gotta understand we, we all have to understand that, you know, that they're human beings as well. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I've seen plenty of stuff on social media from regular people who talk about their relationships all the time. So what Kanye doing isn't nothing new. He's human. Right. He's a little more, you know what I'm saying? He's he's sensitive and right now he's going through something and you know, but they're on a bigger level so that stuff is going to be magnified to a whole yeah. different degree. So 
I, so I, me, I, I don't like how everybody is always like, oh, Kanye ain't this, Kanye ain't that. Bro, he's going through something and everybody's going to take pictures and pay attention to it. But if you if you think about it, man, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. Kanye is drawing attention to it because he's going through something. And all I'm saying is if he could handle the situation a lot better, there's no way around nobody talking about it. That's why the situation can't be better. Because the situation is what it is. You know, they're like high profile divorce case, right? They're not the first people to be married to each other and you know, something happens. Yeah. And that's my point. And had kids. Um, And that's that's my point. Like, But he's in his fit like Breck because he should be. Him taking... Uh, him taking um, Kid Cudi off this album because him and Kid Cudi are friends. Uh, Kid Cudi is friends with Pete Davidson. Doesn't have anything to do with the album. Doesn't have anything to do with the art that they created. But it has who something to do with who he kicks but it. Has it some, but it has something to do with him and Pete Davidson and Kid Cudi. And it's and it's it's like that didn't have anything to do with Kid Cudi. No, it, it has something to do with it. It just what what is it? See, we're if you ever notice, Kanye is reactive. Something happens, he speaks on it. It really isn't a bad thing to do. He just decides to speak on it, and he's trying to control his narrative. So I'm sure something happened somewhere, and yeah, just happened to voice it. Hey, Cuddy ain't on the album no more. I'm sure it's not just randomly, bro. I'm taking him out because he's friends with him. Bruh, Something somewhere is going. What is, else could uh, it be? You know, I mean, shoot, all of them know each other. They all around each other, so you, you never know what Kanye's mind is going. I mean, he could be like, dang, somebody could bring to the point and be like, bro, cut it. The reason why they together. Somebody could easily say that, and he'd be like, what? <laughs> and you never know what rabbit hole it goes down because guess what? Paparazzi, the news, don't nobody give a damn. They just gonna keep snapping pictures because it's news and keep playing his narrative because they're getting money off. Right, of he it. said that's why he uh took him off. He was like <laughs> just so everyone knows, Cuddy would not be on Donda because he's friends with Pete Davidson, basically. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he drew a line in the like, sand. Right, right. Me he, with them. He, it's, it's just, I don't, I feel like if you don't respond in a way that people, if you don't respond that gives people more, uh, more fuel, it What's dies the fuel down. Though? It dies. It, that, doing stuff like this, cutting All somebody right. off an album because they're friends with somebody, because they're friends with a person that they don't have any control over. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, we do like we all been cool. Then all of a sudden you have a problem with somebody I've been cool with. You know what I'm saying? That don't have anything to do with me. You know what I'm saying? And that's true. That's true. Uh, but also, you got to remember, they have high profile celebrities. I, you got I stuff still to say Kanye, Kanye is keeping so, this up. I mean, why not? Is because it's, the, it's a traumatic situation that he's going through, and also he has children with this woman. 
like I know it's hard yeah. for you to get past this, but whatever it is, handle that business aside from everything. Like you don't have to respond to everything. Everything also, doesn't need a response. Everything doesn't is is not um put into the situation. Like everybody's not against you. And I understand we're talking about Kanye West, mm-hmm. a person that you know is known to handle situations a little weird than everybody else. Also, he's a high-profile celebrity, a very high-profile celebrity. But also, you got to understand, it's a two-way street. Why is everybody going to look at it? Yeah, why are we talking about it now? We really don't have to. Yeah, we (laughs) don't. We don't, but it's news. And that's the problem with social media. Like, for us, it's news, so we're talking about it. But for the regular individual, it's like, everybody's clamoring over all in the business. Like, for them, it's their life. Yeah. You so, know? you know, it, it's one of them things like if people don't want to look at it, man, don't look at it. <laughs> but right. at the same time, it's news. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of other news medias that don't care that you are going through the most traumatic experience. But at the same time, I go back to him saying that, hey, I'm going to control my narrative in this. And that's what he's doing. He's speaking up. You know you what? I don't think he's making it worse for him. It depends on how you look at it. To me, you know, you're going to have some stuff that's questionable. You're going to have some stuff that I'm be like, you know what? I get it. Uh, for the Kid Cuddy thing, I'm kind of like, ah, we could have left that alone. Absolutely. Uh, but for some other stuff, mm-hmm. Kardashians come out and do the same thing. And make them look like the worst person in the world. It's it just like, you know what I'm saying? Baby mom, baby daddy situation. The mama's always super innocent, and the baby daddy looks uh is judged before he even gets gets through the door. So in this case, he's just controlling his narrative. And I ain't got no problem with it. I just I, I don't have a problem. I honestly I don't care. But the <laughs> other thing is it's like, man, I just hate it, you know, that it has to be so public and he's like. The way they're just high profile, man. They got the spotlight. Like if 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 media outlets, and we talk about it because it's news, but if the other like paparazzi would just leave people alone when they're going through a tough time, but that's not we wouldn't see none of this. (laughs) Their their job is not to be like. Well, I'm not referring to tough time. Yeah, I'm not referring to what their job is. I'm referring to just morals, right? It's because we had yeah. a time where paparazzi was getting slapped and they were crying about it, yeah. but y'all was in people's business. If, if I don't know, man. paparazzi sitting outside your bushes taking pictures whenever you come out, yeah, I'm gonna have an issue with that, and that's my whole point. But so I'm, why not I'm still, just let I'm some people like, I'm still like, man, Kanye just I feel like personally, I feel like Kanye needs to handle this breakup a little bit better because of how high profile it is. Because He's not allowed to mourn the breakup because he's always responding to what somebody else is is saying. Like Kim hadn't said any. Well, she I don't know if she said anything or or done anything, but she's going on like going out with this other dude. Kanye had a girlfriend or was going out with somebody else and still concerning himself with their business. Man, like the whole thing here. about uh, <laughs> not being invited to the birthday party, that's a private matter. Yeah, it is, but at the anyway. same time, guess what? 
we got social media and we can tell yeah. that man how to react. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the way you, he gets you're absolutely correct, Steve. So I'm not gonna argue with you there. <laughs> um I'm done. I'm done with Kanye. Yeah, cause we gotta move on. Yeah. <laughs> Get some more uh fun the stuff that I want to actually talk about, man. Um the Rams won the Super Bowl. Um, it was a great game. I enjoyed it. Um, but oh, before we get there, man, Snoop bought Death Row. Yeah. <laughs> like he bought it from uh I think the toy company, uh um, is it Hasbro? Yeah, I believe so. On Death Row because they bought out another company that Death Row was one of the uh, assets that they had, and mm-hmm. Snoop bought the bought Death Row back. So now he's the owner of Death Row Records and released a uh, an album yep. on Death Row Records. Man, it came out Friday. Listen to it; it's all right. It's a Snoop album, so it's dope. By the way, there's that, and uh, yeah, I just think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool of Snoop, man. It's full Death circle, Row, man. Yeah, Death Row was where he started, and uh, he was able to go back and, uh, um, like I guess I don't want to say finish up his career, but actually get on a piece of it, on it. So that's cool. Not on a piece, on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the exciting part about Snoop is Snoop also was a part of the Super Bowl's halftime show, mm-hmm. bro. This for me is probably like top three. Top three halftime Super Bowl all time. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that. Top, top three, three definitely. Because it's, it's Michael Jackson, Prince, yeah. and then and this then one here, and then and after it, that, I say Beyonce. I don't have it. I don't even have an order of what what it is. Like my order changes by day. <laughs> if that's mine, fair, yeah, mine don't because. I don't think nobody ever did a better job than Prince and Michael Jackson. Like, and then, like Prince and Michael Jackson put on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's not, let's not, you know, throw that out. They put on the show, but for this one in particular, it it hit home because I'm what 35. And I got to see an iconic moment in history that I'll never forget. Nope. And um, and it was it's a picture in my mind. It's, it had. Dr. Dre standing on top, just looking around, and, and and you can see the camera just panning around at everybody that's going around him. And I'm just like, that's it right there. That's the moment because this is the first time hip hop, rapping hip hop, has been center stage. It's previously it's been on the Super Bowl halftime show for as a feature. But this mm-hmm. is what you get for halftime. It's yeah. rapping hip hop front and center and uh, on the biggest stage that an artist can be on because everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just feel like it was amazing, man. I just want to hear your thoughts on the actual show um, from from the, the halftime show. And, and before that, everybody was waiting on it. Like, my mother-in-law was like, do you think Snoop's going to light up? I was like, what? Nah, he ain't going to light up while he's uh performing, but probably before and after. 
<laughs> he actually did right before. He did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like he was on stage with him. <laughs> I seen a picture. He was holding it. Um, who we have come out? It was Dr. Dre, um, Snoop. Uh, we had 50 Cent. Well, 50 Cent was the surprise. Um, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar all performed. Um, Anderson Pac was there playing the yep. drums. He was happy as can be. Um, yeah, you're part of Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bray, it's just a, it was just so amazing, man, to see it and to be a child of hip hop, you know? Yeah. Um, um of the culture and everything like that, man. What was your thoughts on the on the uh on the show? I mean, first off, the show was amazing. Like I said, we already said top three. Yeah, I'm putting it up there over a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And I think it's top three. And I think we, you know, if I'm grading it, if I'm putting it in order, it's Michael Jackson, Prince, this right here with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J, Eminem, 50 Cent, and then it, it's, it's, it's Beyonce. Yeah. So, and then after that, it's, it's Janet. Yeah. So... Uh, that's my top five. That's my order. Sorry if y'all don't agree. <laughs> I don't care because I know it. I, I know it was because the the feeling leading up to the way they rocked it from yeah. start to back. The the um the stage was amazing. The you know and everything that they put on was in sync. There was no issues. Mm-hmm. Nothing uh didn't happen that wasn't supposed to happen from my understanding. And you yeah. tell that they had fun and man, they represented well. Mary killed it. Yeah. Mary definitely she killed it. Thing. She um and in the end of uh the emotion that this show pulled for me, it was it was just amazing. Like I loved every minute of it. They performed the hits and they did it right. And they even threw in a little bit of Pac there with uh Dre on the on on, mm-hmm. on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. So it was it was super cool. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. And I mean, this is it what it is. Man, Kendrick killed it. We can't forget yeah. Kendrick at all. But it was so much going on and it never felt like too much. Right, it felt right. just right. Even though Fifth wasn't announced and he was the like special guest, pretty much. This uh man, surprise guest. Like he was about to now bust a brain vessel, man. Upside down. Well, Everybody else is hanging upside down. I want to see what you look like. <laughs> like that. You don't look the same way. Look like that, um, man. But man, regardless, man, you know, they uh they all knocked it out the park. And, you know, hey, we can we can laugh that that fifth look look a lot bigger, but that's also he's a lot richer and he's booed up and yeah. he's enjoying life. <laughs> man, them uh them you know? uh <laughs> them power checks is hidden, man. <laughs> hey, them power checks and whatever ever other checks, but yeah. you know, this is something that you will never be able to take away from any of them. Mm-hmm. The first hip hop show and and they get the they are the ones to be. I thought it was super cool, and and just a sure fact that I don't think any other hip hop crew could pull this off. Uh, I think you know Dre's connection with all of them. I don't think anyone else anyone else could do it because mm-hmm. uh, I mean we haven't heard nothing after this as far as you know. Uh, somebody thought they should have performed some more and did another record. Now they killed it. Nah, and it left was, it at it that. Was, like it was dope. Yeah, like with the songs that they chose to do and everything like that, 
Um, one thing I <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on this, and I want to hear Greg's thoughts. So we probably ask him uh, Thursday about it. Mm-hmm. But the game was like he wanted to be a part of it, or he should have been a part of the show. I just kind of want to hear what you think, man. I get why he would say that because when I looked at it, I was like, the game probably somewhere kicking himself right now. Yeah, and but. When I look at the landscape, when I look at what was up there, I was like, nah, he shouldn't. And the only reason why is like, okay, so you got Dre, who is the one who pretty much discovered all of them, except for Mary. I don't, I don't know. I don't get married, but I'm I have to go like back with it. Yeah, I have to go back and because I know Dre and Mary are close. So I have to go back and, and see the uh, connection with where Dre and Mary, which I didn't, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I didn't do research on it. Sorry, you guys, I've been running around. Yeah. Uh, but the, um, let me see, and I might be able to pull it up here slightly, but if you look at the relationship with all of them, you see, our, you see Dre discovered Fifth and Fifth became one of the biggest rappers in the game. And not only that, he, put together a crew under him, you know, his own label under him. That's the important part that people got to look at. Yeah. Eminem, same thing. Discover M. M brought his crew in up under him. Uh, you know, his label or what, whatnot. And, you know what I'm saying, it, it became mm-hmm. one of, and M's one of the biggest, it, it, you know what I'm saying, M's one of the biggest as well as, as, uh, as 50. And mm-hmm. then you look at Snoop and him and Snoop, their connection, I mean, shoot, you know, Snoop is one of the biggest in the game as well and comes in with him at death row. Mm-hmm. So, and then you got Kendrick, which he also does have a hand in Kendrick because, uh, and discovering, well, I don't know about discovering Kendrick, but he does definitely has a hand in the career of Kendrick Lamar as well. So there's oh, your yeah. connection there. And Kendrick, once again, another, you know what I'm saying, one of the biggest MCs in the world. So when you look at that and then you look at the game status, then it's like, nah. Unfortunately, it's, <laughs> it's nah. It, it's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at Mary, Mary is one of the biggest, if not, you know what I'm saying, the biggest R&B artist in the world. Yeah. So... You know what I'm saying? When you look at that, unfortunately for the game, is the game bigger than any of them on the stage? I don't think it's a matter of him being bigger than them. I just don't feel like... Well, no, I want you to ask the question because oh, I'm going somewhere. No, he, 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 no, he's not. There we go. So for <laughs> that, when you look at what the Super Bowl is and what you're bringing in and also the time that you have Mm-hmm. You only want to bring in the biggest, hottest, and and best. Um, right now, I mean, Fifty has power. Snoop just bought back. Uh, Snoop just bought Death Row. Mm-hmm. Mary is doing an incredible acting job. Eminem is freaking Eminem. <laughs> and right. you know, say Stock X and Shady Four Five, and we can go on and on. Yeah. And then Dre is Dre, and then Kendrick. I mean. Kendrick's the, you know, saying one of the biggest MCs right now. Right. Currently, then you look at look at the game and what has he done lately? It's the question. Yes, he done a new record with Ye, but what has he done lately? 
You know what I'm saying? So when you tie mm-hmm. all that in, unfortunately, nah. Yeah. Game doesn't need to. And then also, we don't know the relationship with the game mm-hmm. and 50. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you don't want no issues when you're doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I don't think he fit in the show. Yeah. Like, same. I like the game. But I just don't <laughs> think he fit in that show. I think he could have. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, people perform, hate it or love in, it. Yeah. But I just but that feel means like. You got perform, hate it or love it with fifth. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I liked it the way it was, you know? Yeah. And I, I understand, like, him feeling left out because when you look at that, and you know what that moment is. Everybody know what that moment is in history. You're gonna be like, bro, damn. I don't feel like he needs to be feel. He, I don't feel like he needs to feel left out. No, I don't like you. It's not about so. I think he, regardless if he doesn't, if we don't think he needs to be, he will. Mm, yeah. It's the Super Bowl, and it's an iconic moment. The first hip hop, and they said it on live TV. So Black Eyed Peas, sorry y'all, y'all, y'all ain't hip hop. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. The first all hip hop. <laughs> that was your argument last week. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> the first <laughs> hip hop, all hip hop show that featured the people that you're connected to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I would, I would absolutely feel this. The I, I don't blame him for feeling like that because that is a legendary moment. And they've been talking to Mary all week, and Mary was like, "Because you know the room is not only room, but the, the truth is you don't get paid for the Super Bowl." Nah. So they asked her a question about it. She was like, "Who cares? This yeah. is gonna get you paid for life." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this will get people gonna listen to her album and, and like her music and stuff like that, man. Yeah, how many people gonna go back and listen to all of Kendrick? Gonna go back and listen to the Chronic? Gonna go back and listen to Doggy Style? Mm-hmm. Gonna go back and listen to Get Rich or Die Trying? Gonna go back and listen to Magic? I mean, look at Fifth right now. Everybody think that, you know, everybody right now is laughing because they joking on Fifth. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny is everybody's joking on Fifth. And Fifth is like, Fifth is having fun with it. Yeah. And at the end of his status, when you go read it, he said, look at force. Look at force. <laughs> go look at power tonight. Right, right. You know at the end of it, go look at force. All he's talking about is beverage company or whatever he got going. Mm-hmm. No, it, it don't matter. Like, you got to understand the promotional situation behind that. He created a, even by, by, by mistake, he's created an iconic moment. Yeah. Where everybody's gonna be like, man, that boy fit. Cause you know what's so dope that everybody gotta give him prop for. He came in there for one, I don't know where he found the old G unit. Uh, I'm sure he had plenty of them in stash. That yeah. old G unit, <laughs> old dog. And then he literally got up and, and performed the music video live. He actually yeah. got up there, got upside done. And when you look at there's a video floating around showing him walking up to do it. He does it with ease. So oh, Fifth yeah. ain't just that fat. I'm sure he's still strong as an ox. But the fact that he goes the length that he went to to perform yeah. that record and all of that, the way he did, like, with without an issue, yeah. did it great. And killed it. Like, how many people you think ain't going back and listening to Rich, Get Rich Stop trying to go no, and watch are, Power? Man. I did. Yeah. They so, are. you know, I, I understand the game's feeling. Like, 
it sucks because <laughs> no one's so, thinking man. about the game. It, look, right. Nobody's thinking about the game, but we all know the game is like he's he's going to be he's a great rapper, too. It's no it's no like for me, I'm looking at it as. There's a win for all of us right there. It is. But let's be honest. That's more of a consolation prize. What? There's a win for all of us right there for hip hop. That's cool to say. But the winners were the one on the stage, baby. I mean, like, yeah, like everybody can't be on stage. <laughs> hey, 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 what 50 say? I'm not 50. What Nip say? Nipsey, hey, Nipsey Hussle say, hey, look here. Circle getting smaller, everybody can't go. Right. <laughs> hey, look, you should feel uh the game should feel good because it's a moment in time for hip hop. And you know what? Actually, I'm glad the game did vocalize it because now we're talking about the game at the moment and he's connected to them. Mm-hmm. So even though he feels the way he feel, and I get it, I think he should because it's an icon of moment that you're probably looking at and you're like, man, I wish I was a part of that. Yeah. I could have been a part of it. They could have performed Hate of the Love. It would have yeah. fit right after Mary. It definitely would have fit, but... But they only got so much time. Yeah. It's the Super Bowl, and we looking at the biggest. Mm-hmm. The biggest is M, Snoop, Fifth, Kendrick, Mary J, Dr. Trey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that, man. But I just, I'm just like, man, I enjoyed it. I'm glad it happened finally. Um, we actually posed the question of who, like we was talking about, me and my wife were talking about uh, when the Super Bowl was here in Atlanta. We was like, why, why couldn't it happen? I think I might have mentioned it to you. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, why it couldn't happen. And uh, <laughs> the question I posed to her and to on Facebook was back in Atlanta, what Atlanta artists mm-hmm. would have been the choice to, if you could choose to do a hip hop artist, what would you choose? Um, or who, like what artists would you choose? You know, basically. Yeah. Um, Outcast, of course. <laughs> was was like a lot of people's choice, but Luda. It was somebody yeah. that I didn't think about. But my argument I, I for mentioned Luda, Luda, didn't I? No, I don't think so. You mentioned T.I. My argument for Luda was does he he can't like I don't think for hip hop I think the only person that can go up there by themselves is uh Jay-Z. Yeah. I think everybody else would have to have other people. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I think even with Jay, you know, Jay's gonna be Jay's bring gonna bring out. other people, yeah. Of course. But the the thing about the Atlanta one, everybody's salty about it. Now, oh, I hate to use that phrase. I'm sorry. Everyone's disappointed about it because it was an opportunity to of course shine on the city. It's Atlanta, so bring it. Let's do the Atlanta artist. But it goes back to this is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest. People pay millions mm-hmm. of, of, of advertisement dollars 
This is the biggest. It's the biggest. Yeah. And let's be honest. Everybody mentions Outcast, but people fail to understand the story of what happened. Outcast was supposed to be there. Andre declined because he couldn't perform an entire show. So you just got Big Boy. So yeah. in a sense, Outcast was gonna be there, mm-hmm. but yeah. it didn't work. So you got Big Boy. So from there, it's like, okay, could we really could we really have done an all hip hop show in Atlanta for the Super Bowl? For us, we're gonna be like, yeah, because you can put this, this, that, and third. But let's get more people in the room. I'm still like, I who don't else know. could we? Who like could we really have orchestrated this to be one of the biggest things? And like, I, you know, the names that come to mind, yeah, Luda, Ti, Outkast. But now, when I look at this show, and I see. Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, 50 Cent, Kendrick, Mary J. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I, right, right. I get it. Like, say them names up against them other names and you're like, yeah. Like, we're looking <laughs> right, at yeah, the yeah. biggest. Like, we're not bringing out D4L or, nah, or Crime that's Mob. A, that's too local. Or, but that's my point. Yeah. Like, Atlanta got hits, man. Um, and really, you could have Jermaine Dupree could have kind of done what Dre have had done because yeah. maybe we would have got Mary J. Black. Who to say that that wasn't thrown around and it just didn't work for everyone? Yeah, that's true. You that's know what I'm saying? Because obviously, Outcast was supposed to be there. Yeah, and it didn't work out because from the per the story, Andre wanted to perform a full song, so. You know, that could have been the whole thing. Or they just could have felt like, look, we need a big show. I mean, it's the biggest stage. How does this mm-hmm. work? You know, people may have issues that they're not getting paid and don't understand that. So yeah. what if you're not? <laughs> this is the biggest form of plat- platform of promotion you will ever get. Right, right. So, <laughs> you know, there's questions there that won't get answered. But we all have to let the Atlanta halftime Super Bowl go. We got big boy. That's fine, you know. And now we and we got the story of why Outcast as a group wasn't there, and you mm-hmm. got to accept that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We love three stacks, but now we know three stacks ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we do that. Three stacks has no problem saying no. Right. No, nah, we knew and that. Even from the since, jump. I think we need to let you know three stacks live his life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, and I figured out the connection between Dre and Mary J. What is so? It? Of course, Dre produced Family Affair and No More Drama, which is the records that Mary performed. Yeah, which is some of Mary's biggest records. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that's more to. I mean, we all knew the, the connection. I just didn't know where it was. And he's working on Mary J.'s new album. That's cool. That's dope. So. I was just excited, man. Like, it was like, a, I've heard so many people say it was the greatest one, the best one. Um, I'd heard, like, people just being just excited and happy that it happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they they definitely came with it. You know, it was a great show. It was put that's together well. Man. They're talking about Eminem taking a knee, but I don't think that's big news. 
Um, I think it is, but I think it got swept under the rug. Because why, why, why is it big news? Because the thing is, they uh, they didn't want him to do it. And yeah. he did it anyway. And I think the reason why it isn't big news today is because no one's kneeling anymore. Mm. But I think people should look at it and pay attention because the honest truth is nothing has changed. Yeah. And I think it was actually perfectly placed because right now of what the former Dolphins head coach is going through. And I mm-hmm. think that's finna finna blow. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna sweep it mm-hmm. on the rug or what, but I feel like that's finna blow up a lot in the NFL. Yeah. And the fact that and, and now and, and the fact from when Cam Cam, you know, Cap did it to now, to now has anything really changed. And you know, we we got our you know our opinions on Cap and what he has done thus far, but you know, I think it is. I think it should have been mm-hmm. big news because it's still something that's going on, and the fact that you know, you know, M is 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 setting aside his, you know his whole situation to acknowledge it as well. I think it's pretty big, man. I think I just, it's big. I just don't think uh like for me and this is my opinion. I I just I can appreciate it. I can appreciate the symbolism and everything like that and and not taking anything away from him because I think Eminem is a great person who understands what's going on. You know, and understand what that symbolizes and everything like that. It's just for me, it's like, okay, you did that. So what's next? What do you mean by what's next? Like what do what do you what do you do next? What does M do like, next? So what does it's it's else almost do next? like a it's almost like a uh an empty gesture. I don't think it is. For, I think, for, like in 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 the way, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's like an empty gesture because yeah, that's great, that's awesome, right? You do that, but what's what's the what's after that? What's the work after that? For who? M or for yeah for the M. NFL? I mean. People gotta understand. M's been talking about this for a minute. It just—I don't know why no one. I don't know when folks turned against M, which is the realest thing. But M's been talking about Kaepernick and this whole thing for a minute, all up until this point. So, for me, you know, saying I'm glad he brought back the awareness because the stuff's still happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's still happening. Cap still ain't got a job. Which he never will. Which I know we got opinion about him having tryouts and all that messed up, which he could have messed up and said. But, uh, but also you know we we still don't have, uh, you know what I'm saying we still having an issue with African Americans in the NFL. We've got mm-hmm. the whole thing we talked about last week about the African American coaches. That whole situation, like. I don't know what's the next. We got to wait and see what's next from him. But 
if he's bold enough to, you know what I'm saying, do that on the biggest platform, then uh, I'm sure he's, he, he's, you know what I'm saying, doing something behind the scenes. Just because yeah. we don't hear about it don't mean it ain't happening. No, My thing true. is, I believe that people, you know how the people get so, you know, when they first see it, they are all up, you know what I'm saying, and with it and all that, and then it kind of dies down and go about their business. That's what I think we're seeing. It's, it's, it's not happening as much as it was. It's like, a, it's like these companies out here that, you know what I'm saying, when all this was going on, they was like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to donate money to these organizations and all that. And then after that, it got super quiet. Yeah. And I knew it would. I was like, bro, they just saying that so they can save face. So they yeah. feel like they're a part of it. It's like, it's the opposite effect of when, like when the bet, when somebody does something wrong and all these companies are like, hey, bro, I don't support you no more. I can't support you no yeah. more. They're only doing what's good for business. Whereas I see him doing what he wants and what he right, believes right. in. And so for me, I'm like, Bruh, this should be big news. Yeah. Cause you know. No, I think I think what he did, I commend him for what he did and taking a knee and being, you know, one with with Cap and everything like that, and in support of Cap. But for me, it was like when I'm watching it, the halftime show, um, I'm like, oh, he took a knee. Cool. And then Snoop. Then Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm into the show more than than, than anything else. Yeah, because it's, it's a it's so much going on. It's such a right, big right, moment right. that you know, of course, that's going to be something. It's going to seem small, but yeah, look at what's going on right now. We're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, like that's we, the work like right we there. Have to. <laughs> we have to. No, um, you don't have to, but. I mean, he, like it's, he it did was it part on, of the show. If he didn't do it, then we wouldn't be talking about it. Which right. now is, I'm hoping people is talking about it and remembering. All right, there's still some, there's still stuff to do because right now, man, we already see what's going on with the with the Rooney Rule. <laughs> you know, yeah. we seeing the disrespect to to African American coaches in a predominantly black league. We see the disrespect that is continuing throughout, and it ain't stop. Yeah, so I mean, we just got we just got to figure out a way to like the thing about it is it's just drawing the attention to it. And I think Brian Flores he's doing a great job at drawing the attention to a to an issue. Eminem did a great job at drawing drawing the attention to an issue, um, but we got to figure out a way to get those people, especially in the NFL, because the NFL is, is a, it's a league that everybody enjoys. Everybody feels like, you know, it's, it's, this is a piece of American of the American pie. And it's like, how do you get those black executives up there? How do you, because it affects the black executives. It affects the coaches. It it affects the the coaching staff and stuff like that. And it's like, how do you change that rule to make it more fair? You know, right. and then it spills off into um, America. How do you have create a system that's fair for everyone? You know, um, but that's a different topic. But yeah, now nah, we just gotta wait and see. What 
what, you know what I'm saying, what happens next. But, you know, hey. Yeah. I'm glad that he did it. Because now yeah. everybody's reminded of it. And now we got, you know, we got the conversation again. So let's see what happens from here. And, you know, yeah. it's still work to be done. And see what happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to Dr. Dre Snoop, um, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Anderson Pac, the other band members that was up there, Kendrick Lamar, everybody that was out there dancing. Oh, the dancers. Uh, everybody. Shout out to everybody, man, for the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, which I feel like it overshadowed the um, the game. Um, and with that being said, I'm fine guys, with that. Huh? I'm fine with that. Me too. Me too. Um, with that game, being bro. said, guys, thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, also, follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers podcast. You can follow me at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. And you got G at Barry made of wood. Um, that name so so funny to me. <laughs> that sounds like a good brown liquor. Barry made of wood. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Also, we're going live Thursday at uh. What time is like? Usually we do seven, right? Yeah. Normally we do seven. Yeah. So so we'll go yeah. at seven Eastern, six what Central? Yeah. Yep. Um. We're gonna go live to talk about our top five, um, kind of go in debt a little bit more about like how we got there and what what uh, what our thoughts are and stuff like that. Just kind of have a conversation. So join us on live uh, Thursday as well. Um, Steve, you got anything else? Man. No, uh, nah, not really. Everything <laughs> was, was amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to think if there was anyone else that could. The only thing that I would say that I think the only thing that I thought about once it was over, if there was anything missing, I feel like it was Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, That's Ice really Cube. It. Ice Cube yeah. would have been nice up there too. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I'm out, guys. Peace. Peace.